0: Hello.
1: Hello. Good day. Eh. <laughs> what happened?
0: I don't know. It's just, it's just not it's not it's not
1: good. It's oh, fine. I thought you I thought you were making sounds um in response to something that had happened on your computer because you cut out and so it just sounded like ah as opposed to eh and now oh. I'm realizing that what you did do was make a sort of eh sound, but, uh, that's not, yeah, that's not how it, uh, came to be
0: on my end. Eh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. E. Well, hello. Hi. <laughs> how, how goes um, it? I am tired and I'm busy and We'll just make this a, a short one because it looks like there's no news. <laughs> so no news um, is good news,
1: as yeah, some say.
0: Yeah, but you know it's important to to, to be regular, um, both with fiber and, and with podcasts. Um, but uh, we, uh, you know, just look at look at the vast landscape of technology, um, and think about it and contemplate it. And think about how uh, last two weeks ago's Friday's episode, which was good, uh-huh. wasn't released because uh, I'm busy. And now I got two. And how did uh, that happen? Oh. We've never had that happen before. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what to do. I'm very. Uh, you're familiar with the, the, the acronym GTS?
1: GTS? Is that what you said? G-
0: yeah, GTS. G- um,
1: uh, g- great. Todd shoot. I no I'm not. I don't know no. what GTS is. It uh, sounds like a um Korean pop band.
0: Well, it's something that uh Jason's uh very young Gen Z and millennial coworkers uh younger millennial uh coworkers use uh for for going through something like oh. she's she's gts um oh, i'm gts got yes. it
1: okay going yeah. through something oh okay right now yeah. i'm going through something yeah um are you going and, through um
0: house woes is that no, no no it's just just busy work work busy the something is
1: more broad yeah. than anything in particular
0: no but um also, my mom is coming, so I'm like preparing the house uh, for oh, when she arrives.
1: Say no more, S uh, N M Joe. <laughs> not S and M, S no, N M, <laughs> S N M.
0: Is that you? Are not making it any better? Let's
1: <laughs> what, let's see. Hold on, we'll figure this out. It's um, it's uh, Sierra, November, Mike. Ah And you what? are <laughs> Gulf Tango Sierra, hmm yeah yeah, and not delta Tango foxtrot, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> was that the joke all along? uh what do you people have said delta tango foxtrot before,
0: and he... d- did, what did you think that meant?
1: I just thought it was just like a, a code, just people saying, speaking in code. It oh, is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> what I'm familiar with is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, which oh, no, I thought it was yeah. more like, you know, uh, 9 or 9 or 47, just strange code that people were speaking that meant actual things, not jokey things. So, yeah, it's a Whiskey Tango Foxtrot that I'm familiar with. But Delta Tango Foxtrot is pretty funny. Which is not ideas. what we should name this episode.
0: No. Because um, uh, w- if you were to to hypothesize, what would you say Delta was in the place of? Down. And what would you say Tango was in the place of? Two. And then we'll just leave the last one for the listeners to, <laughs> yes. to, to think oh,
1: about. Oh, <laughs> I see. In case we're speaking to anyone who doesn't have any idea uh, what we're talking about. Now Mm -hmm. you'll know, you know, something I've not ever, that I've not done in the past that I absolutely need to do and have now done is add the NATO phonetic alphabet to, um, my photos library, save it as a favorite. I'll probably also create a text expander snippet later, um, that will quickly, uh, type out all of the, the telephony, uh, for the characters and may even go as far as to um, base 64 encode it so that I can create a shortcut that will quickly pull up sort of a, a little chart of the uh, characters. Because I find myself in situations on occasion where I wish that I had access. Maybe I'll just get it tattooed on me. Then I wish I had access to the NATO, <laughs> NATO phonetic alphabet and i don't have time to go and get it done uh to go and find it i mean
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you could probably turn it into also just like a text conversion shortcut where you could type out you know dtf and then hit you know the little shortcut thing and it would run and turn it into delta tango foxtrot for you
1: yeah that's true Mm -hmm.
0: and then you wouldn't even have to look at the the chart and find the things although i don't know why necessarily one would do that but uh Oh my yeah, goodness,
1: it's... there are different versions. There's the NATO version, the English version, the American version, the Italian version, the German version, and the international version. So what's if, the, if what's I the say... the Italian one like? Oh, uh, let's see. uh, uh Torino. Mm. Uh, Firenze. <laughs> <laughs> I like the international version. Denmark. Tripoli, or Tripoli... Uh, Florida. Denmark, Tripoli, Florida.
0: Okay, yeah. That's, Florida, it was always in the place of that, yes, of course. Or,
1: theory. or, mm-hmm. William, Ter Fox. That's boring. The American version's boring.
0: What's What's the British one? Is it different from the American one?
1: Uh, well, they've got the English one, so I assume that is, yeah, British, English. Um which is David, uh, Tommy, uh, Fox. No, I'm sorry. David, Tommy, Frederick, actually. They're almost all names. Q is Queenie. <laughs> um, and then for mm. uh, for the German, Dora. Ja, ist Dora. Uh, Theodor und Friedrich.
0: It's just weird to me. It's like you're naming like a bunch of orphans in a, in like a old, uh, movie. I, I, I just don't understand it. It's very strange. Uh, I, I much prefer the, uh, what was it? The international one and the NATO one. I think the NATO one's the best uh, just yeah. cause it gets you the classic. I think that people associate with yeah um, most often. Um, and the American one, like you said, is pretty boring, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. The Italian one, it's just like, yeah, I mean, I get it. They're all cities. Um, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> like,
1: you not just name cities. Anyone can name cities. Come on. Yeah. I could name yeah. three, but I won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is R Rome by any chance? Roma? Uh,
1: let's see what R is. R is indeed Roma. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, I had a feeling.
1: <laughs> oh, so predictable. You'll never mm-hmm. guess what W is, though. Uh,
0: you're right. I can't think of anything in Italian that starts with W. I don't head.
1: think you have to think of anything Italian that starts with W. The uh, W for Italian is Washington.
0: Whoa. Okay. Well, that, I guess that makes sense then. It's we like, well, we don't from have the word international for this.
1: one. So, <laughs> uh, oddly, the uh, one for X in Italian is. Are the character, well, actually, I'm going to spell it out using the NATO alphabet. It is X spelled India Charlie Sierra.
0: Hmm. Ix. Interesting. Because <laughs> I it guess doesn't really. Italian doesn't have X's? To- I suppose it doesn't really seem to disambiguate uh, much of anything. It just sounds like you're, you know, phonetically writing out what you think X sounds like.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm
0: hmm. Cause isn't it like what, what, is it something fun like xylophone or something like that in uh,
1: uh, for NATO? Oh, God. Where did that go? Okay. For X, I'll go across the line. NATO is X-ray. English mm-hmm. is Xmas, which is stupid. Um, mm-hmm. American is X-ray as well. Again, Italian is X. German and international are both Xanthippe, but I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. X-A-N-T-H-I-P-P-E. I would think that was Xanthippe.
0: Yeah, I mean you're you're uh, you're saying exactly what I would say if I had to say it, but I don't want to say it. I don't want to say Xanthippe. That's oh, Socrates' wife.
1: And yes, you did <sighs> say it. And also apparently it is another name for an ill-tempered
0: woman. Oh, wow. Socrates, uh you should be nice to your wife. Yeah, not a good look, <laughs> and, brah. Yeah, don't don't talk smack about her in your philosophical teachings. Uh, but, you know, it's good. Oh, to be if only I this. could
1: read <laughs> IPA because if I could read IPA, then I would be able to know Z isn't. Oh, wait. The, oh, my God. This is good. Okay. Z is in Zoom. Bad. Za. N. Okay. Primary stress follows. Okay. So then za, uh, zan and then Kit. Thi- P is in pi, pi, thip, I as in the Y and happy. Yeah, it is Xanthippe. Yay! Wow. Oh, I feel so, so a- a- achieved <laughs> today. I, <laughs> I, I've, I have achieved greatness today. Yeah,
0: Xanthippe. I, I can never use those uh, on Wikipedia, the, the pronunciation guides. It's always like, what am I supposed to? Do? So it's an E that's upside down with a slash through it, and then there's a yeah, an that, I with a squiggly dot thing.
1: <laughs> I just discovered. I didn't know this, but if you hover your cursor over any of those um, IPA characters, it will actually show a little tooltip that pops up that says it's like the Z in Zoom. It's like the A in bad. It's like the N in nigh. So I was just able to go down the list and actually figure mm. it out. I don't know if they've always had that. But if they have, I feel sad because I did not know that. And I've needed to know that in the past. But yeah, now, now we know. Tippi.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good to know. I, I never really think about tooltips very much, very often since like 1998. Um, when they were introduced and it was all the rage. Also, remember when you used to be able to, uh, when you go to a website, it would change your cursor on your mouse. Um, and then it would look like oh, a yeah. little icon of whatever it was like a finger or a hand or, or a little sparkly um,
1: wand. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. But then they stopped doing that because they were like, you know, what if our website was actually useful uh and you could like see your mouse and click what on if things? our website
1: was actually useful <laughs> and what if our website considered that there are people out there with low or no vision who can't have a cursor changing to 100 different things because suddenly they can't find their cursor on their screen anymore
0: what if it was that prob- <laughs> i think it was i think it had less to do with accessibility probably it just more to do with like why are we spending money on this <laughs> um but yeah I don't know. It was to bring that trend back. But I uh, I think the reason why I also don't notice tooltips very often anymore is because if you're looking on iOS, there're no tool t- no uh tooltips. That's true. Um, I wonder if there's an accessibility setting where uh yes. what if there's an accessibility setting where it's just like these are all the the tooltips on the page like like printed one after the other, I guess, or you can like turn it on and it like toggles an overlay or something hey, like
1: that. Hey Siri, print my tooltips. Mhm. Oh god. Open no, don't. Okay, let me know if there's anything else you need. I will do that. There won't be. All right, we're good. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. It did say open on Toko, which Toko is my uh, Apple TV 4K uh, in the living room. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what it was planning on opening there, but um, that could have been biad. Been
0: yeah. It's see- really biad. bead. I I I got to love and appreciate um the ambition that Siri has when it is absolutely wrong in something and wants to like barrel ahead with it uh but I mainly use it in car play settings um so when I was I was uh, driving and I wanted to listen to the uh uh latest by Lizzo um she had a single out of a new album that's coming out soon and uh, I I it just said normal like english language like latest by Lizzo and then it's like here's a playlist uh, where she has a uh, spoken preface about her album approach and her appearance on Beats 1. And it's like, I don't want that. I never want Beats 1. Like, under no circumstances, give me Beats 1. Um, But it's, I don't know. I I don't understand um, the ways in which uh, things are categorized for immediately springing into action. So, God only knows what was going to be playing on that TV in there. Um, And if Sebastian was home, uh, then you'd be really surprising him. I would have to, imagine. I would be in trouble. Mm-hmm.
1: God only knows where I'd be without you. That's yeah. what I thought of when you said God only knows. Mm-hmm. yeah so but. that is, um, a topic. And, um, <laughs> so I was, I was trying to think of what to talk about this morning. And, um, yeah, I was having trubs. Um I will say that I am looking forward to uh, this coming week doing an a repair, well, replacement uh, for an iPhone 12 battery using mm-hmm. Apple's new repair program that they announced. So we had talked about it a little bit on the show. Um, I was going to originally do a a little video going through the whole process where we uh, replaced the screen on an iPhone SE because the screen on an iPhone SE is not prohibitively expensive, whereas the screen on an iPhone 12 is pretty pricey. And so if you don't actually have a broken screen on an iPhone 12 to break it for the sake of the video and then pay for the screen as a replacement would have been kind of ridiculous. Um however, uh with you know normal use of a device, the the battery ages over time and I've got an iPhone 12 uh that's hanging out and we wanted to do the repair program. So we said, why don't we just replace the battery in it instead of replacing the um the screen. And so I have I went through the ordering process of, uh, the necessary tools and those arrived today at the studio in two gigantor Pelican cases as, um, was promised as was foretold. And, uh, I'll be taking a look at them. I go into the studio tomorrow for the radio show I do on the Saturdays with Leo Laporte and, um, he and I are going to kind of take a peek at what's in what's in the boxes and everything. But, um, Next week, at some point, I will be doing the whole repair program using Apple's tools. What they don't quite make clear on the tin that I think they should is that when you go through the process um, and you do a tool rental, so the tool rental, I think, is like 50 bucks for seven days, right? Um, They don't tell you that they are going to put a temporary hold on your card for the entire cost of the tools that you have mm. um so not like a you know you go to a hotel and then we'll sometimes put like a five hundred dollar charge or a four hundred dollar charge or you know could be more could be less uh on your card that's just there in case you do a bad a bad thing in the hotel room instead, this was let me see, let me see, I gotta go find it. this was a total hold on the card of $1,229 and 94 cents. <laughs> and this is the thing about this. When I wanted, and I look, I realized that there's a whole, it's a whole different kind of ball game here, but when I wanted to replace the screen on a sibling's broken iPhone, or replace the screen on a, uh, yeah, on a sibling's broken iPhone, that works. Um, I, could go to iFixit. I could order the part. Um, I could order the whole kit if I wanted to, where it had, you know, the necessary uh, stickies and the necessary um, tools and all of that. Get it shipped to me and, you know, at most like 200 bucks. Oftentimes it was less because these devices were a little bit older. And that was an easy thing. But some people aren't able to Like, I think that sometimes people um, forget or maybe they never did experience a time where they didn't have like extra money sitting around or if they have a credit card, they don't have a huge balance or because the pandemic just happened they are carrying a large balance and don't have a lot extra. And they wanted to go through this process of fixing their phone because they couldn't take it in to get fixed because they'd have to drive uh, very far away to an iPhone store to be able to do it, and they, to an Apple store to be able to do it, and they need their phone regularly because it's the only phone. Like All of these reasons why um, a person might not be able to take it in to get repaired or don't trust a third party person to get it repaired and they have the knowledge and feel like they don't need to pay the surcharge or what have you and then they're met with this uh $1000 hold that for some people who can't maybe use a credit card need to use a debit card would then be withholding like $1000 from their bank account that makes me hurt inside because I can remember a time uh, when I was uh, uh, out of college working at um, the the first career job that I had as a journalist uh, at a company called Newsy, and we got permission to and got the funding to go to uh, Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show. And while we were there, um, we obviously stayed in hotels. We didn't stay on the Strip. We stayed off of the Strip to save money. But at the time, I was living very paycheck to paycheck and was unaware of the – because I didn't – like, growing up, we didn't go lots of places and stay in lots of hotels or anything like that. And so I wasn't very knowledgeable about um, these – these holds and and stuff that needed to be put on your card or any of that. And so I can remember walking up to the table to check in. And of course, you know, I'm thinking the bill's been paid for because it had by Newsy, like we had already booked the place. And uh, the person at the table said, OK, I just need your card to uh, put a hold um, for the room. And it was like nine hundred dollars. And I maybe had thousand dollars in my account at that time and knew that I needed to be able to pay for food and moving about, uh, in Vegas while I was there. And so immediately, like I was so excited about the trip and immediately when I had to hand over the card and have that put on my, um, my, my debit card, because I did not have a credit card, debit card, um, it just ruined the whole trip. And the whole rest of the time, all I did was spend my time being stressed out about the fact that I had to make $100 work for the whole time that I was going to be there. And so anything like this really kind of, it, it bugs me because it it just, it it's it feels like this stuff is so um what some especially people in the area where we in the state where we live would consider pretty uh you know low middle class or something but is it, it seems rich and excessive to me and so i was a little bummed to see that like somebody's trying to do a repair on their own and they have to pay for the cost of the repair obviously and pay for the the device parts but then in order to do it properly they have to have a Eleven hundred dollar charge put on their card too, just felt a little bit extreme to me. um I think that they could have worked to have it be like a straight up five hundred dollar charge or something, and then, if you don't return the parts, then they could charge you for the whole thing, which would have been eleven hundred in the end um but yeah, I don't know that that really disappointed me uh in in going through this process, and I do plan to talk about that as part of the video that I'll put out whenever it comes time to uh repair the iPhone 12 or replace the battery in the iPhone 12 next week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I th- I just think everyone should always be upfront about um any kind of hold that will be placed on something. Um and like you, I remember having holds placed for various things um when I was younger being very stressful. Um because it's like, "Oh, and it'll it should clear in a week." And it's like but a week a week <laughs> like <laughs> you're gonna hold you're gonna hold six hundred dollars for a week like i don't understand what well, wow well, but you know it's one of those things where it's like for the company it's like well this protects us from someone trying to like steal things from us and it's like i mean i guess but you need to be very upfront about uh this stuff i mean and like you said with, with hotels and stuff like that they're never upfront about exactly how much exactly. The whole charge is going to be yep um not until you and get it is there. Usu- <laughs> no. And it is usually several hundred dollars, uh, also, you know, depending on your stay, um, and the how nice the hotel is and like what kind of amenities you could potentially, uh, use at that setting, you know, um, that, that sort of situation. Um, so I understand that, um, I, I do wish we could get to a point where we could be very clear about upfront, um, things of that nature before you like take something into your possession that uh hey this is going to be x number of dollars cuz even like you said if they reduce it to $500 I don't know if that's necessarily um enough of a reduction that it wouldn't be surprising right. to most people I think yeah. that you you just really need to say there will be a x number there will be a hold for x number of dollars on your card until these are returned Um, so you need to be able to take that into account with your personal finances because I don't think Apple puts the hold there to like ruin someone financially out of nefarious means, uh, as much as it is to protect the bottom line of the company. But it's one of those things where, uh, you have to be careful with the repercussions of that because you could wind up or seriously damaging someone's, uh, financial, uh, status with a, Uh, $1,100 hold especially if something goes wrong with the shipping of that um, if it is uh, received damaged by Apple and they try to go after the person Mm -hmm. for it Um, I don't know the whole process is not something I would personally partake in um, for the reasons that I don't feel comfortable doing the work myself uh, that I have uh, several Apple stores close to me um, and that I would be concerned about the um, the possession of the tools and returning the tools i don't even like to um i have a tremendous amount of uh, <laughs> uh this thing's going to sound like ridiculous but i have a tremendous amount of anxiety from like when i was a kid and we would get stuff from blockbusters or we would get stuff from the library and you would have to return it mm-hmm. um and you would have x number of uh, x amount of time to return it and i would always be in a situation where i knew that i was fine and I didn't need to return it. And then all of a sudden, it was the day after it was due. And I didn't even, it just like jumped immediately to being overdue. Um, from being totally fine to being overdue. And uh, you can really, it, it just really like sticks with you. The sort of anxiety about like, how do I pay for this? Like I just had um, lawn maintenance here at the house. And they're like, oh, we're going to send you an invoice. And then I still haven't received it. And it's been a week. Oh, and God, I, it's probably am, eating you up. Yeah. I am, it's building up anxiety. And I know it's not an astronomical sum of money. I just want to pay it because yeah. I don't want it to get lost in the mail somewhere or have some other thing happen to it. Like I just want to be very direct about the process. And it, it, the same goes for like, if I were to get these tools, I'd be freaking out the entire time I had them that, It was going to be late in Mm -hmm. return that I was going to have some problem shipping.
1: It was late um, arriving. I got a notification yesterday because it was supposed to come yesterday. I got a notification from UPS saying, hey, we didn't get the trailer out in time, uh, so Mm -hmm. it didn't come until today. And I immediately had to go make sure that the thing said that it's from the time of arrival, not from, you know, the time that it ships or something like that.
0: Yeah. And even when you return it, then it's like, well, how long does the shipping take? for the pelican cases to get back to apple do they receive both of them at the same time do they uh complete this and get rid of the hold on the account like what if they get one box uh before the other one do they like release half of the hold do they wait till they get both boxes um if ups loses the box is it insured and then it doesn't then the hold will go away on your account and and ups eats the cost or does ups try to say oh well there was nothing in the box um and then apple goes after you like i don't know it just is uncomfortable and anxiety inducing for someone like myself um but it is a situation that like you said if you have limited alternatives and you need to use this then being more upfront about all of the expenditures um and holds and uh timetables for things um are just something to really keep track of and i don't know if apple sends you email updates through the process um of like okay you've received your item mm-hmm. uh, or uh cuz they have the ups tracking information too um and i don't know if they send yeah, you Yeah they don't <laughs> Uh, cause oh, I was waiting
1: for that as well. Um, uh, and okay. yeah, they, I haven't gotten anything from them or the third party that manages all of this, um, the self-service repair program management, none of that, uh, has, has shown through the only thing that I'm seeing and they need to fix this is that when I go into the order that I placed, uh, the status says shipped, <laughs> it doesn't even say delivered. So, mm-hmm. um, they haven't even updated their system yet and uh i can see all of the different uh the cost breakdown of course um the uh ability to send back the parts that i will get then get uh like a, a what is the word i'm looking for a credit uh on my account for for doing and then of course it shows the the rental and that um it hasn't been returned yet so it's currently at you know 1100 dollars. but yeah they haven't even said uh that it has That it just changed from shipped, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Like I said, I I plan on being as detailed as possible with this because I have honestly not heard anybody talk about all of the stuff that's been involved with this.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's good to, I think, have the information in your background. Like, I'm not going to do it, but just having the information about what would happen, like if let's say, God forbid, something happened to my screen and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to the Apple store and deal with it, and then I had a buddy who's like, oh, I replaced it, you know, on my screen. Um, I don't know. In this situation, maybe it's Rye, which, I don't know. Like, Somebody. I'm not <laughs> going to give him my phone to replace the screen on, but um, so, anyway, if there's someone like local enough, and I'm just like, okay, well, I don't want to go to the Apple store, but I know I can drop it off with you, and I trust you, and you'll take care of it, and you've rented the thing, or whatever. And so... That process could happen, and I don't want to feel like I have put that person through any sort of, like, increased stress because of the hold or any kind of weird shipment stuff or them not tracking um, the items returned or delivered um, correctly. Um, so, I don't know. It's good to have all of the information, even if, it, even if I'm not going to pursue it myself.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and I just want, yeah, you know, other people to be aware for sure that how, how it works. Um, and, you know, if it's something that seems like a possibility for them versus doing a third party repair, uh, or repairing it yourself using third party tools, because that's what I used to do. And it went just fine. I didn't need the special gigantic machines that Apple sends, uh, to be able to do those repairs and be happy with the the way that they turned out. But, um, in any case, like I am looking forward to doing the repair this way. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just that I don't think I would do this on my own even, um, now because I know that if I needed to do a repair, I could use, I fix its parts, even still, I just have Apple Care Plus, so I would just. And now I'm closer to an Apple store. An Apple store is like 15 minutes away instead of three hours away as it used to be.
0: Yeah, uh, and you know, I think that it, it is also potentially interesting if you're an Apple authorized reseller uh, who has been doing um, screen replacements and battery replacements yourself for a while um, to see sort of a more official way of going about it. Oh, yeah, Um, for sure. Because, like, all those mall kiosks and stuff where they're going to, like, fix your phone. uh, And you still see those around. Like, people still frequent them. Um, So I wonder if it's going to make those a little more legit uh, feeling in any way. If they're going to have access to parts um, that'll make it feel more uh, secure or effective in some way that... The, the previous process didn't, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I certainly don't know necessarily um, why the equipment rental process um, is quite this way if it's assuming that you're just like some ordinary guy who's, or ordinary person who is receiving this you know, set of equipment. Um, then I think the process would m- maybe be a little more like approachable for an ordinary person. But it seems sort of not-ish mm-hmm. at the moment.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't think that it's very approachable. Um, the First of all, the site feels kind of f- fake when you first look at it. <laughs> um, and you might be going, what in the world? And Apple really, when they said, you know, we're letting a third party manage this, they really mean that, like through and through um, they're kind of hands off with the whole thing. So it, it's not very, like I find I fix it more approachable, uh, in the process than I have found this, this one to be because there's just so much weird red tape and stuff that's involved. And I know part of that is them protecting themselves. Like one of the things that they talk about with the battery replacement is having a jar of sand nearby that you can put a battery into and sort of close off. Um, And they really say, like, of all the things to replace, a battery is one that should be replaced by a uh, technician who knows what they're doing more so than anything else that you might be replacing in your phone. So, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. there's some stuff in there that, you know, might dissuade people. And I think uh, on on MacBreak Weekly, they kind of talked about this, that I think and they think that it is partially kind of the point um, that Apple is saying, oh, so you want to repair these devices yourself, do ye? well, we'll give you all the tools that are available to uh, our repair providers, and then you suddenly have, like, all of this ridiculous stuff, and it's kind of intimidating, and you're going, oh, maybe I just want to take it in (laughs) instead.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, But it's, you know, it's still something new and different. Um, And like we talked about last time, I'd be interested to see if they ever expand into like computer parts, um, and those kinds of replacements for things, because mm-hmm. uh, that would be interesting if you had a Mac and it was like, well, so you want to solder your own RAM on the board? Here's how, no, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, <laughs> but it'll be be interesting to see what possible thing you could do to a like a Mac Studio to change any sort of modularity in it. Um, uh, but you know, that's neither here nor there, but the parts, you know, maybe it'll be different for a Mac Pro, a hypothetical Mac Pro that might hypothetically be appearing at the Worldwide Developer Conference, um, which is a short time away. Are you making any plans for that? Are you doing the uh, studio coverage and the like? Yeah, I, we'll, I be,
1: we'll be doing the, um, what is that called? That theater
0: uh, nerds. Steve Jobs Theater. No, no, what's the Theater of the Mind?
1: No, it's where you they watch movies and they say things while the movie's oh, going on. Oh,
0: Mystery Science, Mystery Theater, Science 3000.
1: Theater sort of deal uh, uh-huh. as Leo and I do uh, for the event, and then we might be doing the platform State of the Union as well, just for fun because we're nerds. Um, mm-hmm. After after that main event, so yes, um, you can. Folks can either look forward to or avoid that entirely, Uh, but we will be, we will be doing that. Um, If I haven't, I haven't heard that enough of my, my people are going to be there physically um, to, you know, attempt to be a part of the experience. Cause I, if, you know, Renee was coming uh, from Canada and some other folks were coming from around the U S to attend it. In person, then I would definitely uh head in you know a couple of times to meet up with people, but that is not the case because most of it is still online with um, just one event that is in person,
0: yeah sorry, I can't make it <laughs> that's okay I understand <gasps> I mean I went to one once um but you know that was the one where I think it was your f- first time mm-hmm. or second time going my first time. First time, and that's unfortunately the one where you got your iPad stolen. It Um, was, yeah. And you were gone by the time I got there, uh, so I didn't get to see you. Yeah. Um, But uh, I saw other people, Um, and it was a very strange experience because you're just sort of like walking around San Francisco, and then there's just other people that are like sometimes on podcasts, and they're just there. Just hanging out, meeting people, and coffee, and Yeah. Yeah, not like in a celebrity kind of way because I don't view any of them as really like celebrities. Right, right. It's still just like interesting. I just know your
1: voice and see your face, but not ever the two together.
0: Yeah, Yeah. you know, and make a lot of judgments about people based on their height. I guess (laughs) Um.
1: (laughs) you're much shorter than I thought you were. (laughs) You're much taller than I. Yeah,
0: you hear that a lot. Yeah, and I, I know that there's like lamenting about the lack of a social, uh. Part of this, um you know, but whatever,
1: I think it's, it's still not that big of a deal way too soon for any of that, anyway, so
0: yeah, well, and it's it's like I wouldn't like even if they were just like we're gonna do it uh at the the uh you know, what was it the one that was downtown what was the name of that thing oh, the the Moscone Center, yeah, um, we're gonna do it at the Moscone Center, and it'd just be like, uh, no, thank you, um, and it'd be like, Joe, you have like work week off you can come and it's be like mm, no i'm good <laughs> i'm going to just gonna stay here uh nothing enticing about that process but um i was kind of interested uh right before covid the san jose situation um just cuz i find found um san jose kind of easy to deal with uh and a little easier to manage although not as walkable certainly as um san francisco downtown san francisco is but it's just a very different experience and i, I don't know uh it's some it's some time it would be nice to like see other people who i don't otherwise normally see
1: i agree uh, it would be mm-hmm. nice i'm i'm hopeful that um at, s- at some point in the future uh us internerds will get together in some way <laughs>
0: yeah that's well, you feels can, safe you can and all that ho- hop in the, hop in the car uh-huh. Drive down here. Oh boy. And then I'll wave at you as you drive by the house and then you can <laughs> drive back up.
1: Oh yeah, I'll I'll get on that. That sounds great. Uh sounds uh, you know what? I'll do that right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Just be I hear the, see, hear the sound of your car going. Yeah. Just uh no, but uh you know, one thing to keep in mind, I guess, is that we we always have the internet to communicate to each other. We and, do. So,
1: and we sometimes we do podcasts together. Mm-hmm
0: and and sometimes we do member bonus specials um which cannot under any circumstances really be released to the public um but uh those those are available as well and sometimes uh we uh you know still kind of i guess have twitter i i don't know that's a kind of a question mark an open ended question oh, mark oh god um, yeah do you have a sense of where that's going at all i
1: <laughs> i am at this point because i wonder if the um the sexual uh, assault allegations are enough of a reason for Twitter to be able to say, actually, no, we're not doing this. Um, In which case, then that could be uh, the thing that gets that to not happen. Um, But I just get the sense that the CEO of Twitter doesn't really want Twitter around. And it's just kind of like, I hate my job and I hate all of this and I don't want to do it. And like all of the choices that the CEO is making feel very strange indeed. And Mm -hmm. in that way, I'm like, okay, are you just sort of trying to wreck this from, you know, from the inside? Is that the deal here? What's, what's going on? So I don't know. I honestly, I have no, um, what's the word? I have no, Crystal ball insight or anything like that. Um, I just, I, it's all very curious and concerning. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And it's one of those things where it's like, I know it's a trash fire, um, but it's, it's the trash fire where I talk to my friends. Um, And so it's kind of been weird, weird and tumultuous um, with the current situation because it never really seemed like Elon Musk wanted to, buy and own and run Twitter, it just seemed like he wanted to, like, cause havoc and yes. damage Twitter. Yes. Um. And so, it seems like that part is kind of working, but now, like, I don't know, Tesla stock's down 10% today? I don't know. Everything just seems to be going all over the place. Um. So, I don't quite... If there's, like, a master plan, he he's... Is,
1: yeah it's a, it's unclear to me yeah. for sure i yeah I agree it's like uh it's it's got so many twists and turns that I just can't picture the the big picture
0: uh um, it feels like he had an evil master plan but that he's too impulsive to follow through on it and so he had veered off at some point and it caused things to spiral and now he doesn't know what to do with any of it um but maybe that's not the case maybe it maybe really this is all under control um but I think that the like you said, the CEO, this current CEO, uh, Parag Ar- Arigwal, uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's um, he's not motivated, I would say, um, like you would expect, uh, it, but at the same time, he seems to have not given up on doing certain things. So it's curious. Uh, it's a very like strange position that he seems to be sort of straddling here where um, he's had to reject and then embrace Elon Musk um, uh, as the new CEO. And now they're in a situation where they may have to try to get the money from the deal out of Elon Musk, even if they don't actually want Elon Musk to run the company. Um, So like, what are the repercussions of that? Does Elon Musk just have to follow through on running the company? Does he only pay the one billion? Um, does like what 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 winds up occurring? I don't I don't even know. And I, I can only imagine. No matter what the possible future outcome of this is, once they settle whether or not Elon Musk is Elon Musk is running at something, that Prague's either going to step down or be fired by the board. Yeah. Um. Because I don't know what he's doing unless he also has some clever plan that is not obvious to me. Uh, because the people he let go in charge of product, like the one guy who was on paternity leave um, who did Periscope, um, it's just like, well, what was the reason? Because I haven't <laughs> seen anything like published and he was a pretty high up guy. Uh, so you'd think that they would want to keep him. But is maybe the reason that he was the one funneling stuff to Elon Musk? If that was the case, then wouldn't we have seen something about something, that? Something, yeah. Yeah, because Elon Musk seemed to have inside sources on what products or features were being worked on or what things were going about. And it's like, well, was he one of those sources or was he not? And then if he wasn't, why'd you get rid of him? Because is he he was on paternity leave. It's not like he was like doing a poor job at something. Um, so I don't know. It's very opaque, um, except for the parts that aren't. It's sort of like you're like looking through a fence, like with gaps in between, and you can see horrible, terrible things through the fence. But then it's like, well, maybe on the other side of the fence, in this one part, things are not bad. Like, (laughs) what? Why else would people be there? I I don't understand. Exactly.
1: I mean, but at the same time, I I, it seem that that kind of is a I don't know if if that idea is exactly how people internally see it, because some people are just working. Not everybody is like a star engineer, I guess is what I, you know, who can just sort of hop over maybe, or that, you know, they're, they're just hanging on because it's what they know. Uh, there's a lot of friction with moving to a new thing. So Maybe we're, you know, in the next couple of months, then we'll continue to see other people leave, 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 and they suffer, you know, a mass, um, mass exodus. But I think it's too soon, uh, to, to sort of use the litmus test of, of who is staying behind and like that there are in fact still people there that the servers are still running. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't want it to be run into the ground because, despite it all, it is my largest platform and the place where I have met most of the people that I know. And I don't think that I would have the job that I have now, the career that I have now, uh, if it wasn't for the, the role that Twitter played in that, um, in, in connecting me with others and all that. And so because of that, you know, nostalgia and my, the enjoyment that I get out of the good parts of it. I don't want it to just disappear and, uh, you know, get deleted or something. And I just wish Elon Musk would go away, go mm-hmm. somewhere else and not like go focus on all these other 900 things you want to focus on instead of announce lo- loudly announcing you're voting Republican from now on and uh, trying to make it seem as if uh, the Democrats are why you were being accused of sexual harassment and all of the other stupid, stupid stuff that he's doing. He's just, it, it's just go away. But mm-hmm. he, I think that like, that's part of it is when you've got that much money and you're good to go in other places and everything, like you want to be the center of attention and all he has to do is wave his stupid wand and people are talking about him. And I think he eats uh, that up. So
0: his, in this case, his wine was his, uh, his penis. Um, yeah, I guess I agree. Yeah. But, uh, I I agree with you. I just want to not know anything about him um yeah, yeah. or hear anything about him. Uh it's never good. Uh Yeah, never, that's
1: exactly. It is never yeah. good.
0: There's there's no, never been a situation like even the the bad stuff where there'd be some some uh Schadenfreude um where it's just like you know rejoicing in like bad things uh or whatever. It, it never it doesn't deliver Schadenfreude anymore because it's not None of the bad things happening to him um, are entertaining because he gets out of them. They don't result in anything like permanently sticking to him or causing any sort of business dealings to fall through. Everyone still treats him as if he is this very serious, um, very powerful, very influential, very rich man. Um, And a lot of it is from his bluster uh, and his uh, uncontrolled social media presence um and that is both his his power and the thing that repels uh, people from him um so it is quite weird mm-hmm. um and i don't uh i don't i don't uh really understand what would happen if he were to succeed in any of these many areas that he's kind of like limply um not really fully exerted enough effort into. Like you saw the thing about his tunnel it mm-hmm. opened and it's it only one way at a time. I don't um, want to think
1: about his tunnel, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like he's just so not very good at delivering any of these things. His Cybertruck has been delayed for some indefinite period of time, who knows? Um, the one that he like threw the rock at and it broke the glass. <laughs> uh he, he like he's just such a weird bizarre impatient person um and i don't want him to have anything to do with anything else um and if for some strange reason this whole twitter deal ends up unwinding uh a lot of his other like sort of tightly held but uh you know bizarrely managed uh entities like if either he's like demoted at spacex to like uh someone on the board or if he's or the same happens to tesla or something like that because the rest of the board whom i believe he controls like somehow rallies against him um like i don't know what would happen uh because like their stock's down but then do they take that out on him because obviously he's the reason the stock's down but if they remove him he's also the reason why the stock was ever up um because they weren't delivering really what they were claiming to deliver so it's just – it's a very strange situation, and it, it brings me uh, zero joy to think about it. And I don't think that he would be a good steward of Twitter. I don't even – like, I even question, like, if they pursue the money to try to get the money out of him for it, like, are they just going to wind up in a situation that's going to be worse? Um, because then he'll just, like, be like, no, screw it. I'm going to own it. And then he's going to, like, just dis- squander or destroy right. it or ruin it or something yeah. like that out of spite. Like, I have no idea. But like, it's just a place where I want to be able to uh, use the internet. And I had tried to use, I've been trying to use Right, Mastodon. the other things, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's just not, it's not the same experience. Nope. Um, and it, it is weird, because all the things that make Twitter bad are also the things that make Twitter a place where you would want to go um, on some occasions. Because the news stuff is terrible. And you can only take so much of the news stuff because there's very little you can effectively do about most of what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the outrage is mainly people just quote tweeting over and over and over and over again um, to to yell into the ether and to their followers and get clout from you know performing that they're upset about something. Um, and it's just like, well, those things are not Mastodon, but at the same time, it's just like nothing's on Mastodon because then like there's no there's no news. There's uh, about like even like funny things like funny local stories of like you know alpaca escapes zoo or something like that like none of that stuff happens like because it's just not existent Uh, and so you can't even have those sorts of comments. Uh, There isn't even like the Apple Tech stuff um, or you know other kinds of things where it's just like wow look at this guy's silly punditry thing that he said. I can't believe that Um, and it just kind of is boring because you lack sort of that that thing even though you have. Like I have a friend group that was on Twitter that is on Mastodon and it's just like, well, just not as fired up and engaged to, to uh, hang out and talk, I guess, um, as it is on the other platform. But uh, it it just has its pros and cons. And unfortunately I think that the um, pros of Twitter may outweigh it's like cons of it just, well, it's bad. It, it is, it is bad, but it's, but it's also good, bad, bad, but it's also good. Um, I don't know. It's weird. How do you manage your Twitter time in the, this sort of age of uncertainty? Are you like uh, you? I'm sure you downloaded your archive.
1: Yeah, that's I of course that um, outside of downloading my archive every once in a while. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, that's the other thing too. It's like, I don't use Twitter all that often. Um, I use a long, long ago, was a, you know, a, a quote unquote completionist and then gave that up way, uh, I mean, after that, but still seems like a long time ago that I gave that up. And now it's just one of many places that I go to, to see new things, but I still, I still value it. So yeah, it's kind of a, it's a tough thing. <laughs> uh, cause I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it go away. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I am keeping that archive, but As far as like, look, I'm not even actively looking for another place to be because I don't think there's anything like it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't realistically see Mastodon as much as it's trying to be becoming that place. And I don't know what happens if Twitter goes away. I don't know what happens, but it would be very, it'll be very interesting if, um, sad to see where that goes. And on that cheerful note... (laughs) On that cheerful note, it is time to say goodbye.
0: Goodbye.